Gather your gear. It's time to head out for our road trip across America that will scare your pants off. Along the way, with your hosts, you'll be setting up camp in some of the scariest places they can find. Discover each episode a cryptid, a haunting, and a strange encounter. Climb aboard a cryptid camper if you're brave. Take it away, Shay. Live from our cryptid camper, I'm Shay, and I'm here with my good friend Tom. We'd like to thank you for joining us for season one, episode 11 of Scare Your Pants Off, our American road trip. Today, we're setting up camp in New Jersey. How are you, Tom? Ooh. Rather than pies, because I like cranberry in my pie, and my kid doesn't like cranberry in his, so I make them separate. Oh, very cool. Nice. How's, uh, how's uncle life treating you? Good, good. Just, I, you know, I mean, I work a lot, so I'm busy, so I don't see him as much as I do. But when I do, I, I like to spoil him already. I mean, he's only coming, not even a month yet. I, um, I, I did some Christmas shopping for him. And uh, yeah, I like being an uncle because it's, you know, I get to spoil him, do stuff like that. And then I get to go home and, you know, I don't have to stay up all night. Um, cute little guy and everything. So it's uh, actually, I, I, I talked to my mother this morning and she was all excited because she was going to go babysit. So it's her first time getting to babysit the baby because my brother, uh, he had to do something for work or whatever and uh and with the mother his girlfriend uh i think just needs to get out of the house you know it just yeah. uh it's been you know a month uh, you know a month after the birth you know being in every day i mean she went out to thanksgiving but it's you know so yeah so she was excited so and, uh, oh. i may stop by may stop by to see him later on today so Aww, that's awesome i'm so yeah it's you get a little bit of a glow when you talk about them so you can you can really tell that you're 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 taking uh you're taking the whole new uncle thing so well and you're and you're you're really exceeding it honestly it seems because it's anytime you love a kid as much as it shows like you do that you know the kid's gonna do yeah really you know i always i always assumed i would be a father by this point i just always did and you know certain things happened that i i am not a father at to, at this point uh that i know of but um uh so uh yeah so it's really nice being an uncle i really i i do i do like it i i, I like little kids i like kids so it's uh yeah that's, so great, that's honestly i'm i am really happy for you and, and really your whole family so that's that's awesome well today i have the cryptids and i had so much fun doing this so i never knew how many i i mean i assumed there was a few in new jersey because every state seemed to have a few cryptids um but i i never knew how many there were in New Jersey, which is just a hop, skip, and a jump from us. Um, and uh, yeah, I, you, I I think it may be fun, like after the season, to maybe do like a top ten episode of cryptids that we didn't pick, maybe or something like that. Like where we, or even a top twenty, we could do whatever, you know. Um, 
listen, don't don't toy with me. Don't, <laughs> like that needs to happen. I need that in my life. That would be amazing. Yeah, I was thinking it might be like a fun bonus episode after the season's over, you know, or something. Uh, you know, we picked some because there's, I mean, there's a lot that I wanted to pick and I didn't pick for certain re one reason or another. And I'm sure you're the same way. Um, so that we could kind of talk about some of these other ones. I thought that might be fun. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I could have picked from this one. I, this one just cracks me up. The Spook Rabbit, uh, which I thought it was kind of a funny little story. Big Red Eyes, which is their uh their bigfoot yep uh the hobung hoboken monkey man which i just loved the 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 illustration of him um i almost picked him uh the lake hopat kong sea monster which kind of looked like your typical sea monster uh cryptid from other states you know like uh nessie or you know the, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's um that or the the Wima Tagoonies, which remind me a little of a Pukwudgie. And, uh, you know, being in our area, our Pukwudgies are one of my favorites. I love, yeah. love the Pukwudgie. The White Stag of Shamong. This next one, it was really hard for me not to pick this next one. The Mantis Man. It, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would probably be on our top 10 guys or whatever or top whatever a bonus episode it's just a brief it it's an over nine foot tall half man half mantis type creature that's all i'll say yeah, and uh, praying mantis pe person um or the maned american lion but i i didn't choose any of these because we're in new jersey and although i do like to you know go off the beaten track a little bit you're in jersey you got to pick the jersey devil so I picked the Jersey Devil. Time for the cryptid. That's you know what I I know uh, I know we have a tendency to try to maybe pick lesser known ones. I I'm so glad you didn't pass up the chance to talk about the Jersey Devil because it, it's it it's so perfect. It's golden. So I'm I'm excited to hear what you have. Yeah, you know, it's sometimes you just gotta go with it, and although we know it, others may not know. So. The Jersey Devil is one of the most popular cryptids in the world. Um, you know, a lot of people know it. Uh, the Dur the Jersey Devil makes its home in the dense woodlands of the pine, uh, known as the Pine Barrens in New Jersey. Most accounts describe the creature as having a tail like a snake, goat-like hooves, leathery bat wings, a head that resembles a horse or a donkey, and sometimes it has horns. It's reported to be extremely fast and it emits a high-pitched blood-curdling scream or shriek. Um, stories of the Jersey Devil have been going around for over 300 years, dating back all the way to the 1700s. So according to the folklore, the Jersey Devil originated with Jane Mother Leeds. Mother is her nickname. Um, the legend states that when Mother Leeds became pregnant with her 13th, yes, 13th child, oh. she became very, very frustrated and angry. And in this frustration, cursed the child crying out that the child would be the devil. So 
fast forward a few months and oh you know fast forward by about nine months so in 1735 while in labor on a stormy night her, her friends and neighbors gathered at 1735, you know, births are, you know, it's tough. For, I mean, births aren't even easy to this day. So, it, but it was a bigger event, 17. So neighbors and some friends, you know, come over to um, help with the birth. And uh, according to the accounts, initially the child was born normal. So just, that's what the, the accounts, normal. So assuming, you know. 10 fingers, 10 toes, a nose, eyes, you know, that's what I would assume. Um, but uh, quickly it began to change into a creature with hooves, a goat's head, bat wings, and a fork tail. It's growling and screaming, and the child beat everyone in the house with its fork tail before flying up the chimney and out to the Pine Barrens. That's the folklore. <laughs> um, and there's uh, alternate accounts and some versions, um, some people have stated that Mother Leeds was actually a, wit a witch and the father of the child was actually the devil. Uh, and then in some other accounts, uh, after the child flew up the chimney and out to the Pine Barrens, local clergymen a group of them got together and went out to like the edge of the pine barrens before you get into the the dense uh woodlands and shrubbery and everything and tried to exercise <laughs> this uh demon child or whatever this is what we know as the jersey devil from the pine barrens um it clearly didn't work because there's been accounts you know still since then so because over the the past um 300 years there's been hundreds and hundreds if not thousands of accounts of people um seeing or hearing the jersey devil one thing i found interesting is uh, most of these accounts uh, where people say they see them is very close to where there was like a mass livestock like die-off where there's a bunch of dead livestock or livestock and cattle mutilations so just thought that was kind of interesting so is it real i don't know but some skeptics say that it's just this creative manifestation um, of um, early settlers' imaginations, possibly like a, a boogeyman story that they would tell the children to entertain or even just kind of scare them and keep them in line or get them to go to bed on time and everything. Um, while others claim that it was the Leeds family was just really not popular within within the town and it just kind of this story steamrolled from gossiping about the family and then it's the 1700s and people believe in witchcraft and stuff like that that uh that's where the story came from just out of this deep disdain for the family so is it real for you to decide so what do you think so obviously in my heart i hope it's real because that's me that's my nature i hope it's real and i hope I, I i just love the possibility of the not norm being real yeah. and you know i just love it so it, it's funny so it's i'm gonna make a parallel that's totally gonna shock you 
<laughs> I feel like I already know where I'm going to go, but it's fine. But it's, it's again, it's a stretch. But I, so you said that some of the sightings actually say it has horns, right? Yes. I never heard that before. And, and so now I'm, now I'm going where you know I'm going. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have uh, the shrieking, the screaming. And first of all, I, I love when a cryptid, when, that's, when, the, when an encounter sets you up with a soundtrack and you automatically hear it in your head, you can't help it. Yes, it, it definitely helps with the description because now you're getting, you, you know, it makes it more three-dimensional, the, the yeah. description. So, And then you have the fact that this Jersey Devil began as a supposedly a cursed human, a cursed baby, which is awful, but a, a cursed human. And I, I know it has wings and where I'm going doesn't typically have wings, but it doesn't mean that it can't because every... Every generation, look at the Bigfoot. There's 95 different kinds of Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. Every state's got its own version. It's, yeah. But then you throw in the dead livestock and the fact that there are numerous sightings and and you got the the eyes and the, I I can't help but feel it Wendigo-ish. It, it really, and I know I make that leap and I, <laughs> I know I make that leap way too often, but you, you're going to throw uh, like horns or, or even antlers or, or what have you. The dead livestock, the cursed human, the this the the, the all around terror that seems to be involved in the sightings, and it's just yeah, yeah no, I'm I, I'm there with you. There are similarities, and um, I can I can go there with you because yeah, it's uh, like you said, like as far as the folklore goes, it's it sort of there's there's a lot of similarities, and like you you pointed out, there are differences, the wings and stuff, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the Wendigo doesn't. I mean, these these are cryptids, and you know they're you know they can like you said they can be different, and I can go there with you on it, and the the fact that it's a cursed human. Um, no, I like it. I, I I like when you you try to tie it to anything, and I know a lot of times it's the Wendigo, but I be in when the similarity is there, you got to take it. You got to talk yeah. about it because it it is there, and I love Wendigos too. Not as much as you. I know it's no. that's your. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody loves them as much as you. But um, no, maybe not. I'm I might have a problem. <laughs> but uh, no, I I I can totally go there with you because yeah, there's um. Lot, uh, a lot of similarities within the folklore. Um, you know, some of these sightings too are very recent on these on this Jersey Devil. This isn't, you know, I I, I didn't really get into that, but like like I said, it, 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 it said hundreds to thousands of sightings, and yeah. uh, like I, I I I know I read of one during 2020. I don't know if I read of one in 2021, but I don't know if it happened in 2020. It might have been 2019 when the sighting was or something, but I know I read of one, read of one in uh, 2020. So, I mean, they're still happening. So, it's, uh, I'd love to get out there someday, go explore the Pine Barrens. And yeah. uh, although it, it is supposed to be a very tough terrain, tough area still to this day, even, even with the urbanization of pretty much the whole country. There are areas that are still dense. Well, I mean, like around here too. When you look at yeah. uh, Hockamock Swamp, you know, which oh, yeah. I hear is just notoriously dense, and you get turned around in there and stuff. So, but uh, 
awesome. I'm so glad you liked it. Um, I love your tie-in. That was that's uh, great because that's what I look forward to. It's our conversation after, and uh, see what sort of connections you're going to make with you know or or whatever you know. I I just I love I love talking about about this stuff. I've come to love like I've always liked cryptids, but due to our show and us discussing all this stuff i've come to just be so fascinated with like it's like they're like one of my favorite things so now so it's it's an easy topic to kind of just just fall in love with because it's it it, it's so vast there's so many different things it's you can't get bored with it there's there's thousands upon thousands of things to 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 read about and it's it's so neat and it's so much fun and yeah no i'm 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 super glad that like you're getting you know, you're, you're really coming into the cryptids and you're really like starting to maybe, maybe not be as really obsessive as I am about it, but I feel like you could get there. You could, you could join me. It's, you know, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting pretty obsessed with it. It's like, I guess, uh, like all those ones that I named at the top there that like, I, I researched all of them. I, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't just like, oh, I saw the name and I was like, oh, that doesn't, no, I researched all, all whatever, 12 of those before it deciding to go on it. So, Cause it's, a, I find, I find it fascinating. I do. It's, and it's so much fun to talk about it. So. No, it really is. All, all right. right. So I'm really excited about my haunting today and not because of the beginning part, the like, beginning part sad. And the middle part is expected. Um, the The last little bit I'm going to tell you is really what what got me on this haunting. Time for the haunting. Um, and I'm going to actually bring up one of the ones I almost picked because I I had a I'm today years old moment, um, and I want to see <laughs> I want to share it because I can't possibly be the only one. Um, do you know where the Hindenburg happened? Not really offhand. I always just kind of assumed Germany, because uh, yeah, Germany or something like that, right? It's a Zeppelin, and it's Hindenburg sounds German, and they were known for their Zeppelins, and yeah, I just always kind of assumed there. And that's not right. No, uh, so I was. Well, I was. Yes, like yesterday or the day before. I was a couple days ago older um that uh, i learned it happened in new jersey and at first Ooh. i read it i'm like oh there's a new jersey in germany like, that, doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't make yeah. sense and then i'm like oh it's got to be a typo nope can't be right it's got to be like i fact checking it no this happened in new jersey so wow i'm not going to talk about that haunting today but for anybody interested the hindenburg hangar is in new jersey and it's a really really cool read it's a really really cool story and if that's, it ended like mine i would have picked it that's wild I, I way to go public schools not <laughs> <laughs> like i new jersey i mean that's that's not far from us we could be there in a few hours i know i was wow. thinking the same thing i was my mind was blown i i can't believe i'm 39 years old and i never knew that i i'm 41 that was an ocean away yeah, I'm 41. I'm I'm today today years old. Um to learning that. Holy cow, that's crazy. <laughs> well, so today I'm gonna take you to Alpine, New Jersey, and I'm actually gonna talk to you about the Devil's Tower, which 
you know, now that we've already talked, now that we've talked about the Jersey Devil, it's only fitting to kind of go with the Devil theme. So I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad we kind of worked out that way. So the Devil's Tower was actually originally called the Rio Vista, and it was built in 1910 by Manuel Rionda. I do apologize for any mispronunciation. I did look it up. That's how it said to pronounce it. So if I'm wrong, I do apologize. Um, he was a very wealthy sugar importer. Now this tower was six stories and it was a Gothic style clock tower. And it was actually built for his wife so she could have her own private view of the New York skyline. Thought to be her favorite site to take in. Oh, that's sweet. Right? Super sweet. So one night while she was up there taking in this breathtakingly beautiful view, her favorite view in the world, her eyes fell upon what would probably come to be her least favorite view in the world. And it was her husband in the arms of another woman. Oh. I know. And after doing all that for her, to, oh. It's like, so a couple things, a couple things come to mind. Don't cheat. It's awful. Don't do that. Yeah. But, yeah. but for the love of Christ, if you're gonna, don't be in the view of the tower yeah. that you built for her. Do it somewhere else. I don't, I mean, don't do it at all. But if you're gonna do it, don't do it there. Exactly. Oh, God. Okay, so one of two things possibly happened at this point. So one of the beliefs is that she saw this and then flung herself from the tower and entered her own life. Another possibility is that she hung herself inside the tower and took her own life. There's one other claim, and is I've only actually seen it once, so I'm not going to go with this one, but I'm going to tell you it just because okay. it's part of the story. Cool. And it's that she actually didn't die here. She lived until the 1920s and died of natural causes, but I've only actually seen that one time. Hmm. Okay. So it was worth mentioning, but for the point of our story, we're not going to go with that. So her, sorry, her husband would be so grief stricken and probably feeling really guilty. Um, he sealed up the tunnel that he had built from the house to the tunnel for her to privately pass through. He removed the elevator going to the top and then he locked the doors and he vowed that no one would ever go into this tunnel, uh, go into this tower again. He would be very incorrect, actually. Uh, in the future, there would be numerous attempts to actually tear this down. Now, mind you, I said attempts. When you think of trying to tear down a structure, you think of maybe like an attempt would be the historical society is going to fight it, or this people are going to fight it, or they're protesting, or this or that. Uh, no, they, they were actually in the process of tearing it down. And it was stopped every time because numerous workers were falling to their death. Jeez. Wow. Right? Wow. So, and that's so weird to me because obviously these these men, I'm going to say men at the time because they were men, women weren't really doing that back then. Mm -hmm. um, they were skilled and they were trained and they knew how to do this. And, and they're just multiple are falling. It just, yeah. there's no collapse to speak of. There's no explosion, no nothing they're just they're just falling to their death and that just doesn't really yeah. sit right with me and that makes me feel like she jumped because it's 
You know, I'm going to yeah. go with the jump over the head. That, well, that's where I'm going with it. Because if they're falling, that leads me to believe out of the the three versions that or whatever that you had stated that it would be she jumped because, you know, if they're falling, it's it's sort of mimicking the way that she, I mean, even though she did it herself, you know what I mean? Yeah. That same action. So, uh, yeah. All right. So. I'm going to fast forward a little and I'm going to tell you about the claims. The claims are a strong perfume smell, thought to be Miss Rionda, um, the sound of a woman screaming, and the scream would get further away, almost like it was a woman falling. Okay. Um, and then there's a, supposedly a shadowy figure of what is thought to be Mrs. Rionda. Creepy. Yeah. So that that is my total haunting. I do have an extra part of this though. And Ooh. it's actually why I picked it because it has games. Games. Um, yes, games. So like, you know how uh, like you have the elevator game and if you hit this button and this button and do this floor and, and so on, um, that something will happen. This has similar things and I'm, I'm gonna tell you because this is honestly i love this stuff and this totally i'm a sucker for it you can give me a haunt five hauntings i'm gonna love all of them if it has this i'm gonna talk about it so one of the things that you can supposedly do is to get in your car and approach the tower and then you drive backwards around it three times okay. at the end of the third time when you've completed the circle you turn off the car and the headlights and Supposedly, a ghostly woman will appear. Now, I read a skeptic's report on his attempt at this, mm -hmm. and he said that he tried it. He did the backwards three times, stopped his car, turned off the lights, and then a mist started to appear. Oh, creepy. That was enough for him. He left. That'd be enough <laughs> for me. Yes. So he he does go on to say that he doesn't 100% know that a ghostly woman appears, but something happens. So. Another thing you can do is you can drive around it six times backwards. So the first one was three, this one's six. And on completion of your sixth time, it'll wake the dead. It's very vague and that's what it says. So I don't really 100% know what that means. Is it everybody in the area? Is it just Mrs. Rionda or? Yeah, or is it, is it starting a zombie apocalypse? Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> if that's the case, how has it not happened yet? <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, and then the other thing that supposedly happens or that could possibly happen after you drive uh, around it six times backwards is that uh, the wife will actually take control and crash the car. This is an actual account uh, description from a group of teenagers who this supposedly happened to. So kind of neat. Um, and then one more, and I, in, to me of all these, it's the ballsiest because you're not, you're not in a vehicle and I know I don't personally know that I could muster <laughs> muster the balls to do this at all. But uh, so you, you walk around it six times backwards. So first of all, ouch, because I don't know if you've ever walked backwards for any amount of time. My butt hurts thinking about it. It's not easy. No, you're your your joint. You're not set up to do that, you know, so. But after your sixth time around, when you complete the circle, the devil himself is said to appear. That's so, crazy. Yeah. I don't know why you would try that. I nope, me either. Yeah. Wow. That is not something I would want to do. However, if any of you brave souls out there 
are actually crazy enough to try this and you want to share your accounts with us, please do, because we want to know. Yes, please do. Um, wow. I love it. I love it. First of all, what a heartbreaking story. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, just right off the rip. It's like, it's not sweet. He's building. The, what year was it? Uh, 1910. 1910. Okay. Um, you know, builds her tower to see the skyline, just really sweet, beautiful. And then he cheats on her, like within viewing distance of mm -hmm. the tower that he built for her. Like not smart dude. No. Uh, but first I just wanted to say, I love the, you know, when you said perfume smell, I, I love when like aromas and stuff are detected at a haunting and stuff. Cause yeah. it gives a different, it, it, it makes it more real, you know, and it gives, it, it just gives a different feel, you know? Um, so I love that shadow figures creep me out to no, no end. They just scare me shadow figures. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, um, so, uh, the part with the teenagers driving backwards around it. So I'd be, I, I, I want all these, and I'll, I'll touch on the game because there's something similar around me. That's not really a game, but it's sort of in that same vein, but the, the teenage driver backwards, um, that's gotta be really creepy for them. But also, I mean, could you imagine <laughs> them telling the parents, Yo, why, why'd you fuck up the car? Well, you see, yeah. we were driving backwards around a tower, but it wasn't our fault. A ghost took control of the car and smashed it. So, but I love it. I love it. Yeah. But uh, the games reminded me of a, a haunt near me in my town. Um, supposedly, and I've tried to do it. I haven't actually witnessed it, but I've attempted to. Uh, there's a cemetery up in the northern part of our town um, on this like long sort of, it, it, at night it's a really dark road because it's, you know, there's people with a lot of land. So the houses aren't right next to each other. And so, and it's a beautiful, beautiful cemetery, huge. And there's some mausoleums in it and everything. But supposedly if you're driving up to it, and there's telephone poles alongside. And if you stop at one of the telephone poles before the gate, I think it's like the third one after the property starts, but that's before the gate entrance gate. Um, so if you're driving at night, like just after dusk, drive at night, uh, turn your car off, flashlight three times, and a little boy comes across the street on a tricycle and into the field across the street and then disappears supposedly he lived in that area that's how he died it was you know a long time ago and, you know he was you know playing on his on his tricycle and got hit by a car so we've never seen it but we have attempted many times and it's i'm not saying it's i didn't see it because it doesn't exist it was i, I don't was i at the right Telephone pole, Mark, you know what I mean? Who knows? Should I have done it five times, flashlight five times or three times? Because it's like, I always go find it weird with games. It's like, eh. But then when I hear more stories about these sort of games that, like the elevator game before that, that I, you know, and then these, it, it kind of lends a little more credence to the believability that you may have to do certain weird little things to for this paranormal whatever to appear so um i love that story i loved it it's uh well good yeah that's uh that was really really good i never heard of it and uh well i'm glad i was i i was super excited about it because 
it's like I said, it's I'm a, I'm a sucker for the games. It it gets me every time, and the story itself is, yeah, it's it 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 was pretty good. But um, I have to ask you because it's I know I have one, but do you have do you have a smell that when you when you smell it, it instantly makes you think of someone? What is it? So let me think of uh, someone. I have smells that if I smell it, it instantly takes me to back to a, some place like, like I had a smell just recently and I forget where I was, but it brought me back to the hallways in my elementary school. That's what it smelled really? like. Yeah, I have, a, I have a lot of smells like that, that it's, I smell it and it takes me to back to a certain moment or something like, you know, or an area or some, something that I had. A person, I would, I need to think a little. I can't think off the top of my head. But who, who I, you have one that brings, makes me think of a person. So I actually have two. I have um my my grandpa is, so he passed in two thousand and two, and um when I smell, and it's a really weird combination, but when I smell leather, okay. I think my nose makes me smell tums with it. And he smelled like leather and tums, but I immediately, but I can't smell leather and not think of him. Okay. Yeah. And then um, I actually have my uh, my grandmother who died on Halloween eleven years ago. Um, I have her leather jacket. It's I can't wear it because she was five foot four and tiny, and I'm five foot eight and not. Um, but I love it, and um, I have. It's so funny because the lapel of her jacket, I if I smell it, I can smell her makeup. I, I it doesn't make any sense oh, wow. why I can still smell it. She's been dead for twelve for eleven years. Yeah. But when I smell it, it smells like the powder makeup that she wore. And it's funny because when she wore it, like her chin would rub on it, and she'd always like have to like wipe it off. Ah. And it still smells like that, and it and it just it it gets me because I'll I'll it's hanging in the um the coat area going to my bathroom. And it just, it's, I get a whiff of it every once in a while. I don't know why, but it's, it, it just, yeah, it, it immediately takes me to her. It's kind of that's funny. Awesome. It smells are so, it, that's so amazing because like I said, it brings you to a person. I can't really think of anybody. I remember a smell previously to a person, a girl I had dated 20 years ago or whatever. And she had slept out at my dorm one night and whatever. And then whatever perfume or whatever she was wearing it had like a cedary like wood cedar smell to it and then like for years after that anytime i smelled that smell it brought me to the her that person you know but uh offhand i can't think of anything but it, i just find it so amazing that that a smell like can trigger something and and, and you mm -hmm. like that that's so 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 visceral and real and just you know like i said i got brought right back to my elementary school and i smelled that smell and uh same thing i've had smells with that a, a library that i used to go to a lot and stuff and then i would smell it, and yeah. it you know and it brought me right back to that library so i i just find that it's the human body is amazing yeah so it's like smelling it's like being outside in the woods after a rain getting that smell and it smells like camping to me it makes me think of camping every time mm -hmm. yep. waking up in the morning that that like it rained overnight and it's just that like i just like i just sniff like i can smell it i can't smell it right now but yeah it's yeah it's so funny but all right what do you got for what do you got for a strange encounter today time for the strange encounter 
Oh, yeah. Strange Encounters. Uh, um, so, uh, not a very long one, um, but there was a lot to pick from. Jersey's pretty active state um, as far as uh, UFO and alien encounters. Uh, I think they said it's for, it, it's the 14th most active state in the in the United States. So have you heard of the 2001 Carteret sightings? No. And I may be not pronouncing that town right. It's C-A-R-T-E-R-E-T. So on July 17th, 2001, in Carteret, New Jersey, over 30 people, and some accounts say over 100, uh, witnessed the same phenomena with at least 15 people contacting the the Carteret Police Department. So, what did they say? According to Lieutenant Daniel Tarrant, who is an officer at that Carteret Police Department, but he was also an eyewitness eyewitness to this this event, uh, he says that I saw a 16 golden orange colored lights or orbs, mostly in a V for V type formation. There was a few of the, of the other lights or orbs were scattered around the V, but for the most part, they were all in this V formation. Um, and most of those 15 people that called or 15 plus people that called the police department described it in the same exact manner it was it was a pretty uniform um descriptions as far as that goes um all all the witnesses say it lasted um several minutes with um before the lights began to flicker and then each one just kind of vanished one by one they flicker and then boop out boop out (laughs) and uh so Many of the witnesses actually uh, pulled over on the side of the Jersey Turnpike actually to get a better look because it did happen. Like I said, for it was several minutes. So they actually had time to pull over, stop, get out of their car and actually look at what was going on. Still to this day, there is no official explanation. The Newark uh, Airport reported no unusual flight patterns in the National Weather Service meteorologists could find nothing in weather patterns that would explain the lights so what was it some say it was a weather balloon while others say it was probably some sort of military exercise um but we both there's been no evidence to support either of those the military has never come out and made any sort of claim about it one way or another and again, the, the meteorologists at the weather service said there was no weather patterns, so, but I guess it could be a weather balloon, but I don't know. Um, while most definitely, uh, most people say it was definitely a UFO. And then there's a small contingent of people that just say it was some sort of miracle of God. That's it. So, um, but what I found interesting about it is, and this got to pretty much wrap it up, is that almost all accounts, nobody was scared, upset, or anything by, uh, by it. it was, they weren't frightened. Most people, they described it as peaceful, serene, and just very beautiful. 
So that that is the Carteret sightings. So it's it's very similar to um was it um was it uh Arizona that we did that had the V? That's part of the reason I picked it, yeah. So let me ask, did it did it give a date? Did I miss it? Did you give a date for when this happened? Yes. So this was uh July 17, 2001. Okay. And then the Phoenix lights were 1997. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that that's so cool though. It's it's on one on one hand, it's really cool to think that they they fly in formations like that. I, I don't know why that just it's really cool to me. Um, but thirty to a hundred people—that's huge. That's I, again, I I love the ones that have like it's mm -hmm. not just like one guy saw it while he was drinking in a canoe. It's yeah. I mean, and not to say if you're drinking in a canoe you can't see a UFO, but yeah. Um, it's I I love when there's really that much to back it up, and then on top of it, you have like you say fifteen people actually called and reported it to yeah. the police station. That's that's awesome. That's because I mean you're not going to do that over. I mean, not everyone's going to do that over nothing. It's it's yeah. I feel like it really gives it some merit. Yeah, and then the witness account that is the lieutenant at the yeah. police department too he actually you know he's he actually witnessed it too um yeah i'm glad you uh picked up on the whole phoenix light that was part of the reason because it's not super long and most of the ones in new jersey weren't super long encounters there wasn't like they were mostly just similar to that they saw something i didn't even find anything on an actual abduction or anything um but that when i saw the v formation it brought me right back to the phoenix lights like you pointed out and because that was that was the whole thing. I mean, and that was a, a longer thing. That was over three hours and over 300 miles. But like, again, you said, it's kind of like, okay, there's the similarity. They're flying in this V formation. And then again, like to your point, all these eyewitness accounts, um, it, it, it does, it, le it, it lends to the, you know, that is believable, you know, 30 to over a hundred people witnessed it. And I know in Phoenix, it was over, it was thousands of people or whatever, yeah. but, uh, um, yeah, it just lends a little more credence to the the that it was something. You know, I don't. It wasn't an alien. That, that's for the viewer, the listener to decide. Yep. Um, but for me, it's just like you know, military's never said anything. Uh, the airport said there was no nothing unusual happening, and the weathermen are there's nothing weird going on with the weather. So, you know, usually if military or somebody will shut it down somehow or not oh yeah it was some sort of military exercise we were doing a flare exercise we were doing the, you know that's usually just the standard go-to especially on a mass sighting on a yeah. you know people tried to and no and then i loved that it was nobody was scared by it too yeah we were just like like because a lot of these encounters and stuff people are frightened scared and part of that i love that but it's also it's nice when you see it, it's just like people are just like Wow, this is beautiful. I uh, I'm glad you liked it. I I really did, and actually, kind of, it, it's funny because I I kind of forgot. Um, and then now we're talking about the um, the strange encounter. Actually, uh, my son and I had a strange encounter last night of our own, really? like, like in real, yeah, real life, real time, and and it's and you know me, I'm not, I'm not, I'm never the type that's gonna be like, oh my gosh, yeah, I saw. I'm gonna debunk it the best I can first um but so we're driving uh back roads home from walmart and um 
I look up and I and I and I actually there's no one behind me. I checked. I'm driving safe, and it, there's a streak of light in the sky. I know you're gonna be like, oh come on, it's like a mirror. No, it was like this, perfectly straight wow. up and down, and it was. It was, I, I don't know how big it was because it was really, really far away, but it was, it was pretty long and um, it was dark out. So it, it really was extremely visible. Now I, I slowed down a little and, it, and it's moving like this. Yeah. So it now, it goes behind a tree line. And so I drive a little more and I look and it's, and it's gone. Oh, now my kid and I are now looking up in the sky and we see another one that goes like this. And it's, and it's moving slow and then it's just gone. Holy shit. So wow. it's initially, I'm like, okay, I have a streak. I'm like, I'm going to debunk it the best I can. Okay. I'm like, do I have a streak in my glasses? I look at my glasses. Nothing. I look at my windows and I'm like, my windows aren't perfect, but at the same time, I'm also moving. So the light's never yeah. in the same spot and it's yeah. maintaining the same shape. So it's not my windows. I even rolled the window down for the second one and. Yeah, so it's and it's funny because I I googled and I looked in like the local Facebook pages and no one else said anything. So I'm waiting to see if something pops up. But yeah, I totally had my own strange encounter last night. Wow. Now did Bry see the same thing? He, he, didn't, he didn't see the first one. But he, he saw the he second. Just missed it. Yeah, he just missed it because I I I think I was trying to make sense of it at first. I'm like, oh, and then as I'm pointing it out to him, it kind of goes behind the tree. I mean, he saw the second one. Yeah. And like you said, I know you're not one that's going to just, you know, you know, that's, wow, that's crazy. Now, were, were you freaked out or was it just kind of like, that's weird or? It's not actually the first time I've, I've had what I felt like was an encounter. Um, yeah. I only, and only one other time. Cause like I said, I'm really not that, I'm not the type of person that's going to think everything's, everything's an encounter. And the last one was. 12 years ago <laughs> a long time ago um so i wasn't freaked out but i it, i was so taken by it because it's it was very different and it really i i, I was just trying to is it like like an anomaly in the like the star like I, I i couldn't figure out what it was and it really i just don't think my brain caught up to everything until it was all gone so i really couldn't even like digest all of it but wow that's wild that's mm -hmm. very cool and wild oh man I'm jealous. <laughs> it was it was really cool. It was honestly it was it was it was fun and it was it was cool to actually be able to share it with my kid who's um kind of turned into me with all this stuff. He's like really just kind of like curious about it and everything like that. So it was kind of cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Wow, wild too. Very wild. But um yeah, I don't know. Um you got anything else for me today? No, I think that's that's all I got today. All right, folks. Thanks for joining us. Uh, tune in next time when we set up camp in Alabama. Until then, happy camping. Thanks, guys. Bye. As always, our hosts would like to thank you for joining. If you enjoyed the program, please be sure to like, follow, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Find us on Instagram at ScareYourPantsOffPod no spaces or on twitter scare your pants off podcast or send us an email with questions comments and fan art to scare your pants off nine at gmail see you next time